Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... I'm Cole, and I'm playing Olorun Dawnseeker, the ASMR Paladin Warlock. I'm Megan. I'm playing Sarai Landir, the Eladrin Glamour Bard. I'm Eric, and I'm playing Sirak, the Arakakra Horizon Walker Ranger. Howdy, y'all. This is Maz. I'll be playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Widow Scout. And I'm Carlos. I'll be playing those in Fahrenheit, the Half-Orc Tiefling Forge Cleric. Okay. Um, so before we get into uh, tonight's adventure, do we have any other announcements we would we would like to make? What have you guys got going on? Make sure you vote tomorrow. Yes. If you, haven't, if you already. haven't already, if you have not voted already, if you have not voted early, um, definitely get out and and do your voting. Uh, if you decided to vote by mail but you have not put that in the mail, your probably best bet is to drop it off at a polling station uh, to make sure that it gets counted in a in a timely fashion. So I would intend that's not your best bet. That is your only bet. That yes, um, that is. Uh, that should not be the way it is, but unfortunately, that is the way it is. So, um, you know, do do yourself a favor and uh, participate in in your civics. My and if you, have, if you have voted by mail, check to make sure that it has been received. Because if it has not, you can still go in and vote in person. Yes, yes. Other another important important bit of information. So. Um, other than that, is there anything else that we need to share and or talk about? Uh, I think the only thing I have, sorry, I, um, uh, for Junk Drawer Show, for anybody that also follows us on there, just giving you guys a heads up, we're taking the next three weeks off just for mental health reasons, work reasons, personal life, and, uh, whatnot. So, um, check us out. We're going to start coming back at the beginning of December. But at least for the next three weeks, junk drawer will be dark. Um, but in the meantime, come check us out here at uh, Random Encounters. Yes, awesome. Um, if any of you all are music teachers or you know a music teacher, my fiance is making fantastic teaching aids for you to use fan, uh, fantastic rhythm uh, play along videos uh, to some uh, original songs by and some. Uh, of your favorite songs from video games. Uh, it is at a YouTube channel called Ready Go Music. So go there, check them out, and um, it's all free, and you can plug it up on uh, your screen and watch the kids clap along or play along or however you want to teach them. So, uh, yeah, Ready Go Music. All right. So I think that is most of everything, my friends. Um other small notes coming from us here at the rep. We are going to be dark tomorrow. Um, so we are not going to be having the normal Storm King's Thunder. What we may do instead is we may stream a video game uh, because uh, sitting around and staring at your phone or the TV is, uh, is not healthy um, and is not something one should... Um, at, at, by that point, you've done everything you can do. And you can, you know, try to try to have a decent day. So we're not going to do our normal Storm King's Thunder. We're not going to have like a heavy RP night, but we may do something where, um, yeah, we can try to have a watch party 
or we can, you know, play play something like Diablo, where we yell about dicks at each other and and sort of mindlessly fight the forces of hell, or um, or Ghost of Tsushima, or like uh, I, I just I may be doing lots of different like video game streams throughout the day, just to try to help alleviate. Yeah, maybe we can do a Jackbox or something. We can we'll figure some stuff out. But it is not going to be our normal show. Um, but we we want to offer uh, company and uh, and and commiseration and a little bit of distraction uh, all at the same time in a lighthearted way. So that is going to be that Thursday. Uh, a to Z monstrosities is back on the Patreon. We are going to continue, I think, or maybe through the end of the year, at least for November. We're going to start to do a pre-show of A to Z um, on uh, on Mondays before uh, disaster. So I did that today uh, from about six to seven, and then so it might be something similar to that. I think those are going to have pre-made monsters that I, that I build ahead of time. Um, Thursday, the difference is we'll be building the monster with you guys. And uh, you have to be part of the Patreon to get all of that content uh, and items and, and all of that fun stuff. But it, it was great, and we, we made some new friends, and we would like to continue to. Yes, Meg. Excuse me. Um, the monsters that you do before the game, might they be showing up in the game that day? And if so, would it be cheating if we watched and wrote down <laughs> stats? Uh, you guys are always welcome to watch. Um, I We're going through the monster manual alphabetically. So if uh, if we make it to a beholder by the time I have made a beholder, you may write those down. But I I do not um, I do not anticipate you guys running into any of the things I've made so far. Although some of them are um, they're they're all pretty dangerous. They're all they're all party killers. Uh, it, it we know we've be. played your games before. That's, yeah, oh, we've yeah. been here. <laughs> I still remember that star song, star song fight, Cody. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Well, these are these are solo monsters, so they they have their own uh, they have their own difficulty abilities. Uh, the one I presented today was the reg the rug of unwelcoming. I watched that. The unwelcome rug. So that was a. I love it. That was a. That was a my nickname in college. Joy. Hello. All right, guys. Let's let's get into it. Let's do our game. So, our adventure takes place in the lands of Lickdrock, lands without gods, lands of myth, of legend, of of fate being written in blood. Our heroes are part of the Magnus Exploratorium, and they have traveled now. Quite a ways to. Where did it go? Where'd my picture go? No, those are the old ones. All right. Um, yeah, the new one wasn't pinned. Yep. Yep. All right. I'll, I'll find I'm it. Prepared. Pin it real quick. I know what I'm doing. I'm a professional dungeon master on the internet. I know exactly. <laughs> Found it. What I'm doing. Pinning it. I see it. Thank you. Oh no, it's um, it says it's pinned already. What? I just did it. Vloden oh, you Shravet. just did it. So you guys have made your way to the town of Vloden Um 
which is a, a town on the Blood Gulch River, and is one that uh, sees a lot of trade. And you guys have begun doing some research into the area um, south of here. The Velxer's Teeth. Uh, you had spoken with some arms dealers, some some thieves, some different fun people like that. Uh, what leads you guys remember having gotten from the citizens of Loden's Ravet? Uh, I was told to uh, speak to a man named Awful the Awful about right. possibly um, knowing about some expeditions into uh, Velkstans. I can't say that. Um, Velkser's Velkser's teeth. Yeah. Okay. Also, we are um, we're almost at the end of dusk. Mm-hmm. Because we picked up, we left three point four points on the third, mm-hmm. and it took us three weeks to get here. Mm-hmm. So it is the twenty fourth of dusk. And is mask after dusk? Yes. Okay. Were there any other people that you were told to talk to? Well, I did find out there is a Lord Lenel Klein. If there's somebody we want to talk to about, well, things that might have fallen off the back of a cart. I think you were. Uh, I think that was also in regard to Velxer's teeth. Lenel Klein was specifically about Velxer's teeth, not necessarily to to get you any additional items or or anything like that. Yeah, from what I remember, from what I have written down, uh, he seemed to be the guy who would he would know more than what was let on, mm-hmm. or know more than what people should know. So, was kind of at least that's what I had written down. Sounds good. I have a question. Whilst I was walking around, could I have asked someone really quickly if there's a brothel in town? Uh, Asking. Yes, there is. There is. Thank you. You're welcome. So, what would you guys like to do? It is the morning of the 24th. Um, You've had a long rest. What was the name of that tavern slash bar, you guys? The whole... The whole... Something whole. I just remember whole. Uh, I I got it right here. It was supposed to be hold, but it wound up being whole because someone thought it was funny. Yeah, Gaffrin's hole. Yeah, that's what it is. There you go. Whoever has uh, armor and has the lowest AC, I'm assuming I would know who it is. I would give them uh, my uh, plus one. So I got a 16. Anyone above that? I mean, okay. We already know you, Sarad. You don't wear armor. So between Cole and. Oh, I have I have eighteen. I'm pretty sure. Um, and what do you have, Mars? Uh, if I'm using my double bladed, I'm at an eighteen. 
All right, I think I'll take that uh, little bump then. Thank you. <laughs> little plus one. That's obscene. I feel like level one demon hunter and Diablo walking around with a level 70 crusader. It's just the stripper and the towers. (laughs) (laughs) They told me I could be anything I wanted. I decided to be a castle. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Okay, so got that 17. I'm going to want to try to find as I have tried to find everywhere, a plus one bow. A plus one bow. Okay. Long bow. Long bow. Absolutely. Um, do me a favor. Go ahead and yeah. make a investigation check. That'll be an eight. Okay. Uh... Yeah, here we go. Would sorry, would because this is the blessing of the forge, I can put it for either a non-magical weapon or armor. Mm-hmm. Would theoretically me putting that blessing as a plus one to his bow make the bow magical? I, I would say the so. The blessing's on there. I would say so, yes. For yeah, for the uh duration of the blessing, yeah. Which would be until the next morning which I can just reassign it again. So it's up to you if you want it for your AC or your bow. Well, see, here's the thing. Worst case, I have, um, I have, uh, I have plus one arrows in the worst case scenario. I mean, I'll probably, I used like, I used two or three of them in the last fight because I always go and just do half of them because we go and you find the arrows from before, so you mm-hmm. lose half. Um, so I still have a couple of them, but if I can't find a plus one bow, I'll try to re-up on plus one arrows. Okay. Here's the question on that. You roll pretty poorly. It's a large yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. You, you can spend an hour in the morning, um, or, or you, or the day before, right? When you guys first arrived, you can spend, we'll say like an hour, hour and a half wandering around, asking around, uh, looking to find a place where where you could buy one. Um, That is gonna turn up not much. Um, I can give you what other items you potentially do find and, um, and let you know about that. Or if you tell me how many hours of the 24th, you want to commit to looking to a longbow. Um, I can I can add those onto your investigation check. Sirak could get lost. He could? He could get lost. Rolled an eight. Say, you know what? He's like, I'll be back, guys. I'm searching for this longbow. Eight hours. Okay. He's he's gone eight hours. Throck's gonna go spend the day searching for a longbow. A plus one longbow. Okay. 
See, that's my problem, is all the, like, really cool weapons, like, they, uh, I've come to find, I've done a lot of research on this, and, like, there really aren't that many, like, at least, like, um, officially named, like, like, mythic longbows, like, that sort of, like, mythic bows or anything. Yeah, so Rules has written a lot, of, not all, not even a lot of magic items are bows. Um, they tell you in the, in the DMG that, like, oh, like, oh, you have a flaying tongue and it's a sword. Well, you could make it any sword. Or I guess you could make it a, any other weapon if you really wanted to. But as mm -hmm. far as, like, actual bow weapons, I think it's just sentinel longbow. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Mercer did make the... the um, his version he made of, something of for the artifact effects. longbow. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, was, which was not bad. Um, there are some other ones. So, eight hours. Mm -hmm. I'm walking my little chicken legs off. Roll me a roll me. These a, are gonna be some tough drumsticks, I tell you. Roll me a percentile. Okay, okay, eighty-two. Eighty-two. Okay. Nice. rolled a 90. Ah! I know. I know. Um, so, I, I here, here are your, you, I'll give you some choices, right? Let's hear them. Okay. Since you're spending a lot of time doing this, I can, I can, you can find a cordon, 20 of the plus one arrows, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you can find uh, half a quiver, uh, 10, of maybe some plus two arrows. Or you can find a magical longbow that adds no bonus to the uh, to hit or damage, so, but it has a different effect. So, for instance, a longbow of warning or something along those lines. Okay. That what, could be fun. What of that, what of that interests you? Let me see my equipment. Let me see how many longbows I... Let me see the longbows. <laughs> let me see how many plus one arrow. <laughs> okay, just, so I still have 22 plus one arrows. Are you the mystigan of longbows? You just got them, like, all strapped to your back in a fan. <laughs> Which one it... Ping! No, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Let's go with the... Let's go with a possibly fancy, fun longbow. Okay. Uh, a, a fancy, fun, long bow. You rolled an 80? 82. 82. Oof, that too. I hear you. I feel you. I get it. It's gonna, it's what bumps it up to the next level. It does. Don't, never, never underestimate <coughs> the necessity of that, of that too. <laughs> never is, underestimate the specificity. It is legit. Yeah. No, I, I... You may think I'm joking. I am not joking. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's find you something that is interesting for this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
apologies. Apologies, apologies, apologies. But we're doing something fun here, so I'm not too sad about it. Let's give this... Let's give this something quite interesting. We're going to call it a, um, a piercing longbow. Okay. And, okay. And on a, on a natural 20, it is going to deal an additional seven points of, uh, of damage. I, I, I am Sirak can easily be convinced. So, um, mm -hmm. this is similar to the sword of, uh, not wounding, is it sharpness? Vicious. 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 Yeah. Thank you. I was like, I know that, yeah, so it's a vicious longbow. There you go. Like, I know there's a dumb weapon that every time I see it, I'm like, I, why, who would want, like, and that's rare? Why is that rare? <laughs> uh, no, uh, looking, at, looking at some of the, the... That does not make sense. Like, the, fa the fact that, like, also the... Um... Uh, the the instruments of the bards are, are considered uncommon magic items, but there's literally like one of each in the entire world. So, is so always... yeah, because so like it depends on the rarity of it. Some of them are uncommon. Some of them are legendary. Um, the the bard things. So um, yeah, vicious vicious longbow. We're gonna give it to you for that. I'm I'm not gonna charge you a rare price for it. I'm gonna charge you. Uh, it'd probably be fourteen hundred gold pieces. Fourteen hundred gold pieces. Let's, let's, let's make it an much. even. Well, you took you a long time to find it, so let's do twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Yeah, please. Oh, son of a gun! All right, cool. Um, I'm gonna have to go begging. Uh, I'm gonna remember where I found this place. Okay. All right. And I'm gonna okay. meet back up with the group. Okay. How sh how short are you? Uh, so I uh, spent everything I had um, to get the plus one arrows, and then I I think I gave in to something we got. I forget uh, forget who it was, but I gave in a bunch of money to help someone get something for someone else, and now I'm realizing I'm out because <laughs> I went and clicked on my gold and it said nothing. So, uh, Sirak is going to come back and beg. But that'll be in eight hours. <laughs> so, while Sirak is out looking for his longbow, uh, what are the rest of you guys up to? I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking for Affle the Awful. Affle the Awful. Okay. Um, you do, 
because you had put out a feeler, you do receive word that Apple will uh, be willing to meet you tonight. Uh, if you would like to, he can come to um, Catherine's hole if you would like, or you can try to find him before that. Um, let's see. Does it look like everyone's cool with staying here for another night or and like gathering information? Please, we haven't slept in a real bed in so long. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I'm down for sticking around a couple days here. Okay. Uh, then yeah, if uh, yeah, I'll I'll probably just uh let them know that uh, I I'll talk to them later on tonight. Okay. Arrangement made. What else are you guys up to? It's all right. Hi. Hi. Are you doing anything in particular? I have to run an errand with Treasure. Okay. You and Treasure run an errand. Maybe like three hours. Okay. A three-hour errand. Yes. Uh, Tauroth? I am going to start asking around uh, for Lord Lennel Klein. See if I can try to get a meeting with him. Sure. Make a, um, if you're just asking around, make a charisma-based investigation check. Oh, God. That would be, uh, let's see... 18. 18. Yeah. Okay. So you, you do some asking around. Uh, Lennel Klein is a human noble. Um, noble is sort of a loose term for for this city. Uh, there There is no king or anyone to like officially grant titles or, or things like that. But the families that have lived here the longest, that have sort of the most political influence, um, have, have adopted those those titles over the years, right? And it is a... Um, it, it's just sort of an indication of the prominence, not only of the family, but the relationship between the, the families that have um, inhabited uh, this city for, for a long time. And the Kleins are one of those families. They have a... Uh, a brick house on Main Street, um, not immediately around the bridge, but uh, I'd say maybe maybe like ten blocks from it. So not far, uh, not too far from it. So they they are of of moderate wealth, um, but definitely would be extremely wealthy by comparison to most people. It's only when compared to other bridge lords and and city merchants and things like that that that. that that comparison starts to fall apart. The other thing that you learn about um, the clients is that they had, for a a long period of time, um, been responsible for um, citywide police forces and... um, and running, they would also run expeditions um, out to different places, primarily mountainous regions, 
Um, and so the far mountains west, Velxer's Teeth, um, some of the mountains, you know, east, south, just everywhere around. They had funded multiple expeditions into a variety of places. So the, that's sort of the rumors and, and the information you get of them. The last thing I can tell you is that Lennel is pretty young to be to be a lord. He is mm, late 20s, maybe early 30s. So, um, you do get his address. Uh, you don't know if anyone can necessarily, if he'll see you, but that's what you find out. All right. Uh, he had to probably spend some time just kind of wandering that area, just kind of see where his house is. Mm-hmm. Maybe see if there's any shops or any stores around there, or if it's just like a residential area. So the main street is um, one part old money, one part shop area. Uh, a lot of these places have um, like storefronts on the bottom. The Klein's Manor is a, a corner place. Their does their house does seem to have like a storefront, um, although it is uh, by reading the sign, it is Klein Co. Security. Um, so that is the the storefront that they have. Doesn't seem terribly busy, nor do you see a lot of um, foot traffic in or around there. The manor itself is about three stories, and the upper floors are not um they're fancy in a non-ostentatious way well made um a few a few decorative trims and frills and and things like that but nothing that is uh overstated so i'd say it's probably getting to be around lunchtime by the time you've you've dug all this information up and you've made your way over there um so yeah, that's that's about where you're at now. Is there anything else you'd like to do at the moment? Now, Roth? I would probably want to go into the store just to kind of check it out, see what kind of security they're talking about. Sure. Absolutely. <clears throat> As you come walking in, there is a small bell over the door that gives a, um, a tingling ring um, when you open the door and, and when it slides um, slides shut behind you. The door is well made. It is uh, heavy oak and the glass uh, that serves as like the corner storefront, the door is right on the corner. Inside is a lot of deep, rich woods. There is a counter. Um, behind the counter is a um, is a man who is, you'd figure, late 40s, early 50s. Um, not, uh, not overweight by any means, but uh, you can tell, like, in his youth, dude was, like, a bodybuilder. Like, he was, like, shredded. And now, so now he's he's bigger. Like he still has a lot of muscle. He's still clearly very strong. But it but it's it's that older man muscle, sort of sort of style to it. Um, so he has that clean shaven, 
uh, very well-kept short hair. Um, it is almost almost buzz cut. Like it's it's very thin. Uh, half elven by the looks. Uh, ears are are ever so slightly pointed, but and and no effort has been made to um, hide or disguise that fact. He wears leather armor that is light leather studded armor, and there seems to be a not quite pauldron, but just a, a tight fitted shoulder piece over his left shoulder that has um, a similar emblem to the Planko security emblem that you saw on on the windows. Behind him, there are bows and swords and, and different armor pieces, sort of like a display, kind of, kind of store-like. Um, not the counter he's behind, the counter around the corner has underneath it um, tools, of of varying trade, mostly adventuring gear and things things like that. So, as you come inside, he he looks over across the door, <clears throat> and hello there. What can I do for you? Oh well, uh, I just happen to be new into town. Uh, been hearing some pretty decent things about the at least the name behind the store that's associated with it. Just wanted to see for myself what kind of business is being uh, transacted here. Well, I'm glad to hear our reputation is. And he sort of lets that hang before he just moves moves on. We offer a variety of security services uh, throughout the town as well as expeditionary forces. And we also sell gear uh, for adventurers of all um, skill levels and proficiencies. We primarily uh, do security for trade caravans these days. We did, we have in the past done much um, merchant security in town, although that is uh, admittedly not as busy a trade as we had done previously. And it has been some years since we have mounted our own expeditions, but there's still a possibility for us to do. What sort of services were you interested in? At this point, I'd start just a bit of small talk with them, just asking a little more about it, but Slip, trying to slip in some thieves can't to see if he would pick up on it mm. asking if there's any um like, talking to the thieves can't asking if he's heard anything about any shipments from vetzler's teeth lately or anything about that area okay i mean if he if it seems like he's not picking up on the thieves can't then i would drop it okay he um make an insight check for me Twenty-four. Wow. Okay. Um, you you piece together as you're attempting to to use the thieves' can't. Um, and and question for you on this with the thieves' can't. Do you ever exclusive actually say the word Velxer's teeth, or do you try to translate that specifically in in can't? I would probably drop the name once, just kind of talking about the area, because 
I would at least tell them a little more upfront that, yeah, I am new to the area. I've heard about places like so-and-so on Vexler's Teeth, and then just kind of use the Thieves' Can to hit back to that. Okay. So, <clears throat> a few things. One, you do recognize he doesn't speak Thieves' Can. Um, he, he does... You get the feeling he probably had a friend that spoke Thieves' Can't, or he did adventuring with a rogue at some point. So it's it's not completely alien to it, but he has that, like, I know something's being said, I don't know what sort of look that your other party members get when when you start doing it, right? So, so you know he has, like, a passing familiarity, or he might know it exists, but he can't speak it, and he doesn't understand it. Um, when you say Velxer's teeth, he gets a little, um, a little nervous and sort of like, um, like a shopkeeper that is, is looking around to make sure their boss isn't around, um, is, is sort of the feeling you get. I'll also kind of look around, see if there's anyone else in the shop. It doesn't seem to be. Not not with your, nobody you can notice in your passive perception. Um, the shop's pretty quiet. Uh, at one point, he does um, give you, sort of excuse himself from you. Uh, a couple of people come in, they buy some crossbow bolts, and, and he rings them up really quickly. It's, you know, there's also another keep shopkeep from the back that comes forward that's doing like stocking sort of stuff. It's not busy, though. And and none of them seem to be little. None of them seem to be in a higher position of authority than this gentleman. All right, I'll just patiently wait for him, just kind of browse around. Yeah. Uh, just kind of checking things out. Of course. But yeah. as I'm waiting for him, I'll have a few gold pieces in my hand mm-hmm. just for when he comes back to talk. Yeah, and he, and after a few moments, he does uh, come back and, and make sure that you are, you are doing well. Oh, doing just fine. That's very kind of you for asking. Uh, and I do apologize if I did come off a little... Uh, uncouth with what I was asking you before. Just, I've been in a line of business where having to ask things without asking is kind of normal. No, no, um, no apologies necessary. I appreciate it. I prefer to speak plainly and directly, although different individuals have different sensibilities. So, that's more what the issue is. I can rightly understand that. Now, as for speaking a little more plainly, uh, yeah, my companions and I, we are looking to do a bit of expedition in ourselves. We're just trying to get a lay of the land and figure out, well, if there's any places that might be worth hitting up. Mm. And I'll kind of slide up, put a couple of gold on the table, just kind of slide it towards him, but keeping my hand on it. Mm. He, um, he sort of nods and he goes, mm, um, I understand. <clears throat> um, it, you may find it, um, difficult to find to encourage the young Master Klein 
you return to Velxer's teeth. His last trip there, um, well, saw him return as as lord of his household. So it was an eventful trip, to say the least. He rarely speaks of it, and it is not something we mention much of here. Uh, but I know you know the look in a, in a man's eyes when obsession hits and they do their best to keep it at bay. Something gnaws at the heart of them. Oh, I've seen that look one too many times growing up between my pa and my brother. Well, um, I suspect he is as cautious about that particular mountain range because of his deep-seated need. Particular as in... He is not okay with anyone else going there, or is it okay to set foot inside it? He's never attempted to stop other people from going there. He doesn't like talking about it, but it is something of an obsession of him. Well, that considering the name of that particular mountain has come up a couple times in my companions' talks among themselves, I admit I'm starting to get a little bit of an interest in it myself. What What do you think uh, the young master would say if uh, me and my group of group of companions went out there, did our little business, and happened to bring back? I don't know, maybe something nice don't suppose there's anything from that from that place that uh you might find uh fanciful I'm not sure if it's revenge or just the recovery of his family's remains four brothers one father mother and two sisters Ah, my apologies and my condolences for not understanding. No, no. no and I'll problem. say that part in Elvish, so if anybody's yeah. overhearing, he 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 nods. It's um, he's speaking very quietly, um, and he's you know he's checking around to make sure Klein doesn't come in, but um, but he at some point he'll like walk you over to the axes right in their uh as it like in their tuxedo shop display right in the men's suit stand of armor and stuff and uh <clears throat> Lennel's father used to run security for every merchant yeah he had sunk a lot of money into expeditions Velsers has always been something of a 
white whale of his. Every kid was a hardy, capable dungeon delver. They were the one of the premier adventuring groups coming out of this city ever. So, when Lennon returned alone, most of the merchants and business dried up. They lost confidence. If Lennon's father could be destroyed and mother all of his older brothers and sisters, there wasn't much hope that he could uh, run the family business, as it were. <clears throat> He's kept us afloat, but his coffers are running dry. I know he's scared of that mountain. But he's probably the last person to have taken an expedition into it. As we're talking, I figure we'll move over to where the crossbows are, and I'll mm -hmm. just kind of be handling one of the hand crossbows they have. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The site here and the weighting of this particular wood, you have to admit, the construction is exemplary. Oh, this is mighty fine construction. I uh, can't say uh, can't say I've been too used to crossbows myself, but uh, I, I might be willing to give it a bit of a shot. Mm -hmm. I mean, you never know where things might take you. Mm -hmm. So. He does let you know that Lennon does does come by and do a lot of the business himself. Um, that's one of the reasons he's keeping his head on a swivel, as it were, um, that he had gone out to, well, he wasn't really sure what, but he should be, he'll be around this afternoon, if not in the early evening before um, he doesn't go out much. Well, I'll, as it as it happens to be, I do need to go. Uh, well, probably get some food with my friends, but uh, I just might be back in back in the evening to uh, talk a little more about one of these uh, bolt shooters of yours. Hmm. I look forward to it. Have a good day. Thank you kindly. I'll shake his hand and head back. Okay. How many coins did you give him? Uh, I would have slipped him like six coins. Okay. Make note of it. Those in. You up to anything in particular? Oh, I'm always up to no good. Um, I am gonna go shopping around. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah, so. what are you looking for? Um, first, I'm gonna see if I can find, like, a. I don't know what kind of people sell gems. Like, jewelers? Yeah. Uh, jewelers, sure. Um, I'm gonna go to the jewelers. Um, for time and brevity, first, uh, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna tell you what specifically I'm looking for. Yeah, please. Um, I'm looking just for amethyst, emerald, amber, and turquoise. Okay. Um, what value? Not, not too big. It's not for any component purposes. It's okay. for something he's working on. Okay. 
Um, so. Amethyst. Let me see. There's actually a chart for this. Uh, amethyst, who was the first one you said? Correct. Okay, so the cheapest amethyst you can find is a transparent deep purple amethyst um, for 100 gold pieces. Um, what else did you want? Can that amethyst be turned into rose quartz if it's cheaper? Rose quartz? <laughs> uh, yeah, rose quartz would be would be um, cheaper. Absolutely. Um, Let's go with that. <laughs> okay. Uh... Yeah, so so you can get like a rose quartz in, um, in like a ten or a fifty gold piece range. Uh, let me, right, let me I'll... put it this way: you can find each of those types. Um, it just depends on the the quality of them that you want them to to be. Like if you want them to be clear and um, of of good like clarity. I don't know a lot about gems. Um, then there, then there are certain like minimums, right? So for a, a clear or transparent amethyst, you're looking at like the hundred gold piece range. Um, you can get them smaller, uh, or cloudy or, uh, you know, not as luminescent and, and get them. The gems usually are coming in the 10, 50, 100, 300, 500,000, 5,000 gold piece ranges. Got, got it. Um, so for what he wants it for, um, the clarity doesn't really matter. It's okay. more the color that okay. he's focused on. Like okay. He got really it. wants that pink, that green, that like orangish yellow, and sure. that blue. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they don't have to be big, like okay. about the size of a dime at most. Okay. Um, is what he's looking for. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, in gems, dimes are, are still fucking massive. Well, <laughs> smaller, half sure, a dime. I, I, don't, I, I got you. I don't, I don't know eraser. carrots and claret. I don't know anything like that either. Um, but let me, let me say, if, if you want them in the 50 gold piece range, I have all those colors. Or if you want them in cheaper, you, you can do that too. I'll do them in the 50. In the um, 50? 50 each. Okay. That so works. yeah, they're star rose quartz for fifty, translucent rosy stone, white star shaped center. Um, what was the other ones you wanted? Emerald, amber, and turquoise. So green, yellow, and blue. And blue. Yep. So um, chrysoprase is a translucent green. Uh, citrine is pale yellow. Uh, Jasper can be blue or Moonstone would be blue or Zircon. I'll go with the Moonstone. And then with this Citrine, can I do something more orange? Uh, yeah. We can, uh, Carnelian. Sorry. Carnelian. Opaque Orange. That works. 
All right. Uh, so uh, I will get those. Okay. And then I would look around. Specifically, I'm looking for boots of elven kind, but essentially something to make my armor not as clanky. Less clanky. Okay. Make me a investigation check. Delf armor. Dirty 20. Okay. Okay. Um... So, uh, you don't find anything stealth-wise immediately, but if you would like to spend a couple of hours looking, you can add that on, and and I can re-roll for you. Okay. Um... I think the last thing I would look for, well, just I've, I'm assuming we're all like separate and doing our own things. Everybody scattered to the wind. So perfect. So you um, have essentially the day. Um, if you, it just depends on how long you want to commit to to wandering around the town. I'm not gonna wander too much because okay. now that I've bought this, I'm gonna look for a jeweler's kit. Mm-hmm. Or jeweler's tools, mm-hmm. so somewhere where I can just buy that. Yeah. Because um, I am proficient, I okay. just want to start making stuff. Yeah, you can um, find those after. I, perfect. So after I find that, I would go back to wherever we're staying, and I would just stay in my room all day working on stuff. Okay. So for your investigation check for um, for a stealth assister, um. Do you care what other things you potentially found, or are you only interested in the stealth? I mean, it never hurts to know what else I found. Okay. Like, mainly looking for stealth, but yeah, I'm perusing. I got you. Um, so you do find a a battle axe with a minor enchantment, a plus one minor enchantment on it. Um, you do find a a you actually do find an instrument of the bard. With the Mac Fumir. Mac hyphen F U I M I D H. Saturn. Saturn. Some Welsh bullshit. Yep. With the Mac Bob Saturn. That's that's how that's pronounced. The Mac Big Bob. Mac. Thank you. Okay. Mac Bob. I don't even. Carlos doesn't even know what that is. <laughs> Um, you found some mithril half plate that interests you. Uh, oil of etherealness, although it's pretty expensive. Uh, greater potion of healing. A uh, scroll of protection from undead. And a plus one short sword. Okay. Um, those I'm just gonna admire and kind of look. Uh, this is it a bardic instrument? Is that what you said? It yeah, was? it's an instrument of the bards. Yeah, I would probably like inquire about it and just kind of like, so what exactly is it? Like, what does it do? Uh, so the the person that is 
um, selling it is actually a traveling part of a traveling um, like circus troupe or um, like it's not full on circus like a troubadour troupe. They they would go in and play different taverns and if there's like a field or or a festival happening, they sort of have like a pop up stage. It's, it's a wagon, but it's like a very big wagon. It's right? fish. Sure. Yeah. With a pH. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Um, so a it is a citern is like a guitar. Um, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a guitar. It's the um, very long neck and the and sort of a round oh. body. Yeah. It's it's the um, animated. It. Uh, Fox, um, Disney, Robin Hood guitar instrument that that, that no, that's a lute. Play. Is that a, a lute? That's that a is lute. a lute. Lutes have, have bigger, bigger asses. Sitars are sitars have huge uh, bars. They're multi-stringed. Um, yeah, much longer necks. Um, it's the opening from Painted Black. Okay. Um, by the Rolling Stones. That's a sitar. Yeah. If there was some magical device that I could just type it up and look it up, right. that would put been... it in the chat. A an infinite amount of information at your fingertips. Yeah, I know. Citern. Uh C-I-T-T-E-R-N. You can Google that. Um the so what does it do? Well, it's for for bards and uh provide them with uh spells that they can cast through the through the instrument. And it serves as a spellcasting focus for them, so it's a it's a it's a big bonus. Not a big bonus, but it's a it's a very useful tool for bards. I would inquire about it, and then I would see how much it is. Okay. Um, make a persuasion check. Oh shit! I got a plus six on persuasion since when? You're welcome. That's a twi- 25. <laughs> After a bit of haggling and you do a, a tremendous job of uh, not of not tipping your hand that this is something you you want um, and you you do a nice job of, of playing off that um, that it might be cursed or something along those lines um you talk him down from the original asking price of a thousand to 650. how about we do it to a 600. 650 is pretty pretty hard where 625 no 630 is is his is his absolute floor okay and then i will take it and that's it. Okay. All right. Nicely done. I don't know what I just purchased. <laughs> so it's actually really good. I just looked it up. Yeah, it is. It is a a fun uh, instrument. And it's not das loot. It is not das loot. Um, that's the other one. That's oh, there's a few that are uncommon. So, uh, all instruments of the bard have the ability to cast fly, invisibility, levitate, protection from good and evil. Um, and this one in particular 
Also has bark skin, cure wounds, and fog cloud uh, for for spells yeah. in it. Got it. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, after that, I would go back to where I'm staying, mm-hmm. and I would put that in my bag. Um, okay. I, if it fits in my bag, I don't know how big this thing is. Uh, um, not, not in a regular bag. If you have the, if you have a bag of holding, you can put it in there. But this is not a. Um, it, <laughs> you could gift wrap it, but I think it might be obvious what, what it is. It's like Harry Potter receiving a broomstick <laughs> on top of the table that's shaped as a broomstick. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's Troy wrapping a helicopter for Abed's birthday. Oh, <laughs> or any TV bike. Yeah. Any TV bike. I totally 100% would do this. And so like, I would wrap it in like some like nice silks or whatnot that I have in my bag and okay. just like do my best to make a bow. And then the rest of the time I would go into my room. I would grab those gems mm-hmm. and the adamantine arrows that I still have. I think I still have like six of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would make earrings out of the gems. And if I'm able to split the gems into two, like, then I would create a set of each gem. Make a uh, make a dexterity based jewelers uh, test. So what is this? Plus proficiency plus dex. Correct. That's a uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll say you can, you can probably accomplish one gem split and create one set of earrings in the afternoon. Okay, uh, then I'll do that with one of them and then just leave the rest for another time. Yeah, it, it takes time. It's not hard work, but it's fiddly, right? And it's, it's very small and precision work. Okay, and then um, I would do that with... Do I know what season Sarai is in right now? Autumn. She's in autumn. Then I would do that with uh, Carmelian. Okay. Sounds good. And that, that's it. Evening comes. Um, you guys have spent your day... Uh, doing a variety of, of interesting things. Um, it's around six, seven, six thirty, seven o'clock. Uh, the sun is is setting as you guys are getting into the the later portions of fall. Um, what would you guys like to do? I would try to find Olarun for a second. You find him in uh, Gaffrin's hole, and um, yeah, what, Olorun, where are you at? What are you up to? Uh, so I am probably uh, kind of trying to game plan the conversation to okay. see how to see what I can I can get out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, also, I'm I probably have like a book on. Uh, on Clothis in front of me. I think that's his name. The your 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 god of uh fate. Ah, yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. 
Um, I can't remember their name at this. Zothis, that's what it was. Zothis. Um, and I am, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm probably just sitting there reading that, trying to think about where to go. Okay. Yep, I'll just quietly read over his shoulder for a few lines. Looks boring and religious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can, do, am I aware that he's there? Um, are are you attempting to be stealthy, Talroth? Not particularly, no. So yeah, he doesn't and have I'm, to attempt. I I will <laughs> say it, he, he does it accidentally. It probably take he probably gets the chance to read a, a little bit before you notice him. Not a lot, then, but he'll 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 at least be able to get the gist of what of what you're looking at. Yeah, and I'll I'll just sit down like, you know, I hate when you do that, right? Yeah, I mean, you look so enthralled in that book. I didn't want to interrupt what you were doing. I figured I'd just oh. wait patiently until you were ready. You know, you could sit in one of the chairs that's like right here. You don't have to be over my shoulder, all creepy like. Yeah, well, that's part of the problem. Uh, you see, uh, I got a bit of a meeting to head to with, uh, well, assuming he's going to be in that store, uh, a Lennel Klein, where he might have a little bit of information we might need on the on the Vexus Heath. Really? To see if maybe you wanted to come do some talking. I should, let's see, how much time do I have until I'm supposed to meet Awful? You just know he's coming tonight. You don't know okay. how long. Uh, so you said it's about evening time right now? Early evening, yeah. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to go to... Uh, I'm going to go to the uh, the bar. I'll be like... And I'll turn to Tauroth. I'm like, Tauroth, give me one second. Okay. Um, I'll go to the bar. And I will turn to the bartender and be like, I have to go for... An indeterminate amount of time. I'm trying, going to try and get it done as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. If Awful shows up, and then I hand him, I hand him twenty gold. I was like, "You make sure he does not leave until I get to talk to him." Okay, not a problem. Excellent. Thank you very much. You got it. All right, I'll be back, and I'll turn to Talroth. I'm like, "Let's do this." Okay. All right. So yeah, just making our way back over to uh, to Klein Co Security. Hopefully, Lord Klein is there. Okay. So rocks a ride. Uh, you guys are making your way in, probably as these guys are making their way out. Tozen is upstairs working on his uh, his jewelry. Um, um as. I get to, like, the nexus of everyone converging on paths, aside from Thosin, who's upstairs making jewelry. I'm going to say, like, you you, you probably either have to, like, fly or hustle to catch uh, Tauroth and Olarun. Um, like, you guys are close. You're all coming back around the same time. But you didn't expect them to be, like, heading out either. So it's possible. Just let me know if you want to do it. I, I just... To get to the point where he walks up and he's just like oh oh, oh." like he's he is like he's dirty he's Mm -hmm. been 
walking. You can tell that he's been like just spent the whole day going in eight different directions only to realize bad news. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to be like, oh, <clears throat> oh, hi, everybody. Um, Do we have... Okay, I don't have any more money. And I think I realized that in the shop when I was being shown something that costs money. Um, so I realized this now uh, as that we've been putting everything kind of into the pile. And I was wondering if I could maybe uh, make a withdrawal from said pile. For approximately 1,200 gold pieces. Do we have 1,200 gold pieces? I mean, if there were something like a spreadsheet, it would definitely say we did. I don't look at that, so, um, I mean, yes, of course. Oh yeah, we happen to have a uh, 84 platinum, uh, 29, 22 in gold, 71, 64 in silver, and 874 in copper. That's you have that counting. memorized, don't you? Well, y'all don't let me hang on to the bag of holding that often, so I have to know what's inside at all times. Come on. <laughs> of course. I mean, yes. I'm fine with it. I don't really buy anything often. Cool, cool, that's two. Alloran, what says you? Uh, I mean, if you need it, I say go ahead. Okay, I'm just looking for a group consensus here because I'm definitely for it. So if I can at least get a majority who's also for it, I'll feel happy about that. I'm for it. Thank you. Trezor's a bit occupied at the moment, but um, she would probably say yes to you. I would assume. Uh, cool. Uh, who, where, who has the bag of holding? Stitch. Okay, uh, where, where is that son of a... I'll be back, and I'll go to find Stitch to get $1,200. Okay, you do. Gold. Well done. Tweety's looking for Sylvester. <laughs> yeah, the one time that Tweety's trying to find Sylvester. Where is that pointy tat? No. Just put it, summon him by putting a glass of water on a table. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes over. <laughs> okay. Um, but then I will get that 1,200 gold and I will fly as fast as I can back to the store before they close. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Um, and when you have an opportunity, I would love a detailed description of what this bow looks like. Okay, I will. I will do my best. <laughs> um, Soride, Thosin, do you guys uh, want to? Soride, are you going to see Thosin, or are you going with Tauroth and Olara? I could go with. I mean, Olara and do. You- Need backup or anything? And he like turns to her and he'd be like, I think I can do this. <coughs> I know you can, darling. I didn't mean to. I just didn't know if you wanted me there for anything. Well, uh, I'm never opposed to some extra backup. She'll look at you and Tal Roth and. 
I, you know, I think you two have got this. And I believe in you. And I'm proud of you. Gosh darn it. People like you. Starts bleeding just a little bit. Um, <laughs> well, thanks. And I'll turn to Talroth and I'll be like, ready to go? Yeah, waiting on you. Let's get going. You guys make your way quickly through the city as best you can. And again, Klein lives on the main road. You guys make your way there. Um, you, you see the uh, corner office uh, that this place is. It looks sort of like a shop. It does say security uh, on the on the door. So it's you're not really sure what to make of it. It, it looks like it could use some more business. That's for sure. Um, other than that, um, looks pretty normal. Talroth, when you make your way inside, you see uh, the gentleman that you had been speaking with earlier. Um, is They're sort of getting ready to, to close up shop. They're putting the... Um, would it like the merchandise cages essentially over over the stuff? Um, you don't see the individual who was working the back room with him before, but you do see another young man, deep black hair, thick, um, not quite shoulder length, but long, swept back uh, behind his ears, a little bit of it sort of sort of flopping into his face. He wears a similar. Um, leather, studded leather armor uh, piece. His is a uh, near black, uh, but it is a, there's a slight bluish tint to it. Um, and so it, it it's very midnight, midnight blue. Um, and he's, he's working with his friend, essentially just going through Putting putting the locks on on all the gear, things that are armor, or having sort of you know window cages put over them, and and all of that sort of stuff. So. Yeah, I'll find the guy that I was talking to earlier. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot that I catch his name. You did not. You didn't ask. Um, you 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 will have caught his. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you would have eventually gotten around to it. Um, his name is Sarats. Sarats. Mm -hmm. Alright, so yeah, I'll look for him. Mm -hmm. And you said he was there just locking stuff up? Yeah, they're in they're in the they're in the closing up process. Um, you you're not you're not like the last people. Um, but yeah, they're they're in the process of it. Alright, I'll just calmly walk up to him. Ah, uh, Sarats, uh, sorry for coming back so late. Uh, a little bit of my business took a bit longer than I expected earlier today. No, it's it's not a problem. We were um, just preparing to, to close up for the evening. We don't usually uh, close quite this early, but of course, um, what can I do for you? Well, uh, and just kind of make sure that we're, that we're not really being overheard by anybody. Uh, you had mentioned earlier that uh, 
Lord Klein might be in tonight. If it's possible for me to have a uh, bit of a chat with him. He, he gives a little nod and um, you watch him sort of look over his, his shoulder at the other gentleman that is helping him close up. Um, sure, sure. Um, he walks over there and uh, he catches his attention. They speak for a brief moment or two, um, very quietly, very hushed tones, and, and uh, Surat's lead Lennel Klein over. Um, he's, he stands up straight and he sort of straightens his his uniform. Um, part of it is unbuttoned, sort of has the uh, Star Trek movie like flop open kind of kind of half breast thing, and he's. He's re, you know, buttoning up the double breast uh, of of his leather piece as he comes up. Um, yes, you you wanted to speak with me. Uh, yes, uh, and I do apologize earlier if I, to Sarats if I did forget my manners. My name is uh, Taroth. This uh, tall, handsome fellow next to me, his name is Olarun. Now, it has come to our attention that there was a bit of an uh, unfortunate circumstance that occurred with a particular locale that's in the area. And that, uh, that bit of a mountain range has caught our attention for several reasons. Just your name came up in passing several times. Just wanted to kind of see if there was any information that we might be able to purchase or barter for. But also, to my understanding, maybe we might be able to help you out with something about it. As you're as you're going through these things, um, he, you watch his jaw just sort of um, tighten and clench. And as you mentioned, that that his name was associated with this this place and all of these other, you know, little tidbits. He um, he'll slowly turn to um, stare daggers into Surratt's. Surratt's, for his credit, has extricated himself from the conversation before, as like even as you began. And so he's he has his back completely to you guys, and he is like locking something extremely thoroughly uh and <laughs> and oh, would i have caught that little yeah, yeah. oh he's that yeah he's not lennel is not hiding it like the when as as you dance around velxers he just you can watch the anger sort of bubble up in him i'll just kind of put a hand up a lot of what I found out was not within these walls, just to clear the air. It does a little, not probably not enough to to alleviate his um, his concerns. <clears throat> he um, he'll sort of think about it for a moment, uh, and he looks at Olarun, who hasn't said anything yet kind of curiously and he'll step back uh, over to the to his counters alright <clears throat> what do you want to know 
I'll just kind of look over to Olarun. Well, you know about you know about what we're looking for than I do, so. And I look around, and it's clear that we're like by ourselves at this point in time, right? Um, it's you, uh, Klein, and Surats, and um, Alroth. That's it. Um, and and Surats, as you, Surats will eventually turn around, and, and he'll go and actually lock the door. Uh, to yeah. make sure nobody and like flip the sign to say closed, make sure nobody else comes in. Yeah, and I will turn to client. I'll like I'll say, um, first of all, thank you for speaking with us. Um, secondly, I've heard rumors and whispers of rumors of an item of great power located in the depths of that mountain. And I ask if there has been any word of individuals going in search of it or any expeditions that have been launched. I'm trying to a mountain is not a small place. That's why I'm attempting to do as much work on this end to avoid having to avoid the risk of getting lost in the mountains searching for something. He stares daggers through you for a long, long moment. <clears throat> and then it, he, he sort of thousand yards stares out past you. And, and you, can, you can tell that there are scenes and images dancing through his mind that they are uh, rapidly flashing before his eyes. He breaks it and leans down behind uh, behind the counter and um, pulls out a uh, a bottle of, of wine of some kind dark and thick and small and squat and um, and he'll walk down down the length of the bar where a stool is for the um, for the shopkeeps and sit um, on it. He, he leans over the counter. And it's the first time you've seen anyone here not be um, soldier-like or, or disciplined. Um, and your stomach sort of knots. You feel this, this vast discomfort, this radiating cloud of... Of, of unease, of anxiety, um, sort of fill the room. And he takes a, a hard slug off the bottle and uh, sucks his teeth and grits his mouth. And the bitter taste fills it and he sort of spits off to the side. <clears throat> and he looks at you and he waves you over, both of you. And... Um, all right. 
Well, I don't know of any great power in that mountain. I don't know why anyone would want to go there. The only thing there, madness, death, darkness. No one's been on an expedition to Felxer's teeth. At least not out of this city. In seven years. That was when the last Lord Klein's expedition, his great family foray into the teeth. The mountains are small, they're sharp, jagged, unnatural. You stand on the lakeside, the entrance is pretty obvious. My dad thought it would be great to free the teeth, open up some mines. He thought the family would do well at it. He was old, he was stupid. We were young and we believed in it. I don't know what you're looking for. I don't think you're gonna find it there. Have you ever seen the Beholder? Um, I will look down and I will look at him. Say I have in my nightmares. You know how beholders are made? No, I do not. They dream. They dream each other into existence. You know one thing a beholder hates more than everyone else? What's that? Other beholders. Except for Velxer. Velxer dreams of having a family. They didn't just kill us. Played with us like we were dolls. Eased us. Played with them. Showed us our home, 
Her house. These walls. The city. Dressed us up. Pretended he was the baby. And he was the daddy. Pretended he was the mommy. He needed practice. None of the other beholders, Velxers dreamt up, stuck around, don't particularly like each other, but he just thought he didn't know enough about fame. We tried to learn. Do you have any more questions? I think I'm gonna do myself a favor and go try to black out. And right before he leaves, I will say, Lord Klein, I know this is difficult for you to speak of. So, thank you. Discussing this with us. However, I have one final question for you. Please understand that I mean you no harm. There is no violent action that will be taken towards you. I just need to check something. Was there an individual on that expedition that had something that resembled this? And I will summon the sword. He looks at it. Um, that's where we're going to take a break. So we that are... was... Sorry, Cole. Guess we can't get your sword now because that's a nightmare. 
<laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick 10-minute break. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll see you in just a few minutes. But until then, stay tuned. Evening, everyone, and welcome back. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... I'm Cole, and I am playing Olarun Dawnseeker, an incredibly anxious paladin hexblade warlock. I'm Megan, playing totally fine Sarai Landir, Glam, Elegant Glamourbard. I'm Eric, and I wasn't initially eating pizza, not realizing that we had gone back live on camera. And I'm playing Sarak, the Arakakra Horizon Walker Ranger. Howdy, y'all. I'm Mars. I'll be playing uh, Talroth Oakenblade, the uh, now going to be slightly neurotic at the thought of a beholder, Wood Elf Scout. And I'm Carlos. I'm playing Thousand Fahrenheit, the jewelry-making half-orc tiefling forge cleric. So many words. So many things. Uh, our adventures are in Noble Dractus. Uh, Secondus? Segundus? Ah, there. I I apologize. I know what I I know my I know my world. I'm so sorry. Um We are here to help. Thank you. Uh second city of the of the Blood Gulch River, second city of the bridge, and they are um currently Olarun and Tauroth are having a meeting with uh Lennon Clive who is a lord of this city. And they were asking him um, about Velxer's teeth. His family seemingly uh, was the last ones to have ventured in to into the, the mountain range, the odd mountain range that is Velxer's teeth. And um, Klein had just described to them some of the, uh, how shall we put it, uh, horrors that he had undergone um, in in his time there, and Olorina um, just asked him if he had seen. Uh, would you like to describe your your sword, Olorun? Uh, yes, as you, as you manifest it, because it's very. Di- so, so you're asking him about a weapon that I, I imagine is distinct. Very much so. Um, so the packed weapon of Dawnbringer is a, uh, it's a sol- it looks like a almost solid gold blade, mm-hmm. um, which is completely impractical in fighting terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but uh, it has a, um, a diamond located in the pommel. It's got a, uh, like a, a gilded, uh, um, silver and gold hilt like wrapped hilt um with uh like a sunburst pattern uh on the um uh on the cross guard uh and it is it is a it is a a it is a one-handed long sword um there's a lot of gold and, and silver filigree as well it's it looks very ornate it does not look at all practical And as you manifest the blade for for him to look at, um, I'd like you to make a, and uh, you can do this as well, Talroth, 
I would like you to make insight checks. On. First roll of the night. Let's go! 19. Same, 19. Um, you watch his face as he, as his eyes cast down, and even as they start to haze over from the rapid drinking and vomiting he's bound to do in, in any minute, um, <clears throat> you see recognition in his eyes and on his face, and, um, And he just stares at it and says, no, no one on the expedition had that sword. I put it away and I will remove 30 gold from my, my pouch. Um, I will hand it to him, and I will say, thank you for the information and for what you just tried to do. And I'll hand it to him, and I'll turn, and I'll walk away. He is reluctant to take it, but he does take it. Yeah, I'll just kind of nod and follow Olarun out. Okay. Um, yeah. Doors are open for you. You guys are are let back out into the city. Um, Sirak, you get your bow. Congratulations. Um, so it is a relatively um, simple, as far as magic bows go, but uh, there are a couple of very distinct sort of features about it. Um, almost like a compound bow, right where the, the handguard is. So um, in case you didn't know, normal old school longbows that are round, um, the arrows actually wobble. And part of hitting your target is being able to judge the distance on the pull and measuring that wobble. Whereas a compound longbow has like a notch in it and the arrows are designed to fly straight. And um, it is specifically in that notch, in that draw notch where the grip is, um, that this bow uh, and around the handle sort of um, curves and there are these like fanged kind of protrusions that serve not only as like a a sight you would imagine but um serve to to magically propel the um the arrows as they are as they are launched from this bow giving it its its vicious nature they are um like a chrome metallic or, or like a polished steel um maybe not quite as reflective as as chrome right it's like a matte version of that um 
the bow has uh, a wonderful tension. In the way it, it fits into your hand is as though it is designed to do so. Um, and it is it is a long, so it's a long bow. Uh, you're pretty short, so it when you sling it over your back, it sticks up over your over your head uh, a bit. And and as the magic adjusts to your size, it comes to rest at a uh, much more comfortable height. Very nice. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Back at the hotel. Uh, back at Caffrey's hold. Um, those in Saride, you're waiting as people are on their way back. Anything special before everybody shows back up? I, knowing that everybody's kind of like out and about and knowing Saride is here, I am going to <laughs> my dress best, which are literally just a white like peasant tunic mm-hmm. like shirt with like brown like splotchy pants he and owns le- a shirt leather boots yeah he owns a shirt he just never wears it um <laughs> exactly saying, if i look like those and i would never wear a shirt either girl if i look like I those like and i would him, never yeah. wear one either <laughs> so uh and then get the zitern is that what it's called mm-hmm. uh that's wrapped and um, he's going to put uh, the earrings that he made. Um, he's going to put one of them on his ear, the one made out of carnelian, and have the other one where the bow is. He's going to hang it on the bow of the wrapped gift and find Sarite. She's just sitting drinking. Reading. You know, just girly things. I'm gonna sneak behind her and cover her eyes. She will scream? <laughs> it's just me, it's just me. Look, calm down. <laughs> don't, I don't know where we are, don't do that. Sorry. I just, could have been Tara. You know, it's, it's me, sorry about that. I just, close your eyes. I'm gonna set the gift on the table. Are you at a bar? Are you at a table? Yeah, I'm at the table. And then I'll just sit across from you. Okay, you can open them now. What did you do? I was perusing and thought of you when I saw this. She'll open it. Um, Don't lose that eating. Careful with wrapping paper, by the way. Like I realize it's silk anyway, but she's definitely that person that like doesn't rip. She finds the and then folds it. This this is amazing. What? what, Where were you? Why were you in a music shop? It wasn't in a music shop. Uh, I mean, I, like, saw it, and I was just going around town, going in and out, like, not specifically for music, but, like, I, I don't know, like, he's just, like, stuttering and just uh, nervous. No, this is beautiful, my god. Thank you. I, I, I didn't get you anything. I feel 
Oh god, I feel terrible now. Don't feel terrible for nothing. Like that's this is just because I wanted to. You don't not need to give me anything. You've given me plenty. Yes, I have. Um thank you. Thank you very much. This is very nice. You're welcome. And then and the, uh oh don't do that. Too late. Don't what? You <laughs> just started playing. Uh, you need to do a wisdom saving throw. Oh god. It says a creature that attempts to play this instrument without being attuned to it must succeed a DC 15 wisdom save and take 2d4 damage. This is awesome. <laughs> I forgot to warn you to attune to it first. <laughs> 21. Okay, perfect. You don't take any damage. Good, because I rolled two fours. That would have killed me. <laughs> Thank God. Um, well, before you play it anymore, I'll do it at first. Sit and think about it for an hour. Yes, just admire it for now. Just get to no know one's it. ever given me an exploding gift before. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> um, and then uh, the earring, the reason I give you one is because I have the other. And then on times where uh, sometimes you might go off with the expedition that I may not be able to join for some reason or another, like at least there's a part of me with you. And the reason that uh, it is this color is because you're currently in autumn. So um, my goal is to make one for every season and to make sure that I have a piece of you with me and a piece of me with you. <laughs> She's going to go sit in his lap and give him a hug and not touch the citern. <laughs> no, you could touch it. You just don't, can't play it. <laughs> But yeah, and then uh, I will order a drink, and then until the rest of the people come here, I figure we could just enjoy the very rare times that we are alone. Mm. This is nice. We should send them out on weird errands more often. Yeah, maybe I should send, like, Dalroth to get me some, like, oil for a lamp. I should probably get a lamp first, though. Get the oil and then send it for the lamp or something. We'll figure it out. We'll just get rid of them at some point. And that's all we do. Okay. So, you, uh, the rest of you guys make your way back. Um, moment of peace passes. Uh, older Very when, quickly. When you make your way in, the bartender uh, flags you down and, uh, and and calls you over and uh, hey um, so he's uh, it, you know it took a little took a little doing but he's able to get it done okay um, so he is over there and he points to one of the the back corner booths um, and you see uh, the Assassin's Creed Strider hood of, of uh, obscuring the the face of a person 
um, kind of getting like their their chin, their five o'clock shadowed chin. Um, a mug in front of him, um, and plate that looks like was a mostly eaten um, fruit. Um, then I will uh, I walk over. Um, casual like, and I will slide into the seat across from him, and I will say, "Mr. Awful, I presume." That's right. And I will nod, and I will uh, extend my hand. I will say, "Olorun Dawnseeker, nice to meet you." His uh, fingerless gloved hands. Um, reach out, but rather than shake your hand, um, grab a, a small piece of uh, cheese off of the plate and bring it back to his um, to his lips. Oh, nice! Sort of face them. I will, uh, I will put the hand back and just kind of like rest it on the counter, like hands, like arms crossed, mm-hmm. like resting on the counter. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, sir, I uh, have a few questions uh, that I'd like to ask, if that's all right. Go ahead. I've been asking, I'm wondering more about Velxer's teeth. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard there are rumors about that place. For there have been no expeditions since what seven years ago. None out of this city. Yeah. There is uh, something that I'm looking for that may be down there. As far as I know, that's the last location that it may be, and uh, I was hoping to be able to speak with you about it because according to some individuals you might be the last person from this city that's been inside hmm. I know Velxers been in and out of it a few times dangerous place So I hear Whatever you want in there must be pretty valuable to you. I guess the first question is, how valuable is it to me? Where this is going, you're like, well, Taking away from the fact that I'm the one that's just paid for that meal and that drink that you have in front of you. Say, another 50 gold ought to do it. Hmm. 
And he starts to slide out of the booth. 75. Keep sliding. Hundred fifty. No pause. I think you're overplaying the value of your coins. What do you Money want? can buy you a lot. What you want is worth more than money. Let's talk things of real value. I'll lean back. I'll say, please, enlighten me. slide back in his hand sort of steeple and folds them what do you want that's in there something powerful Maybe it's religious, personal. You have to understand, Mr. Olaroon. There are a lot of things a man can get for himself if they have the power or the conviction or the motivation. See, I'm, well, I'm the best there is at what I do. And what I do, get people killed. I like you, you're young. You're stupid, but you remind me of something. So I'm going to be honest with you. I know Velxers. I know how to get in. I know how to get out. I know how to do both alive and dead. There's a reason I know that. Because I've worked for Velxer. You might not like that idea, but it kept me alive. I've done expeditions. I've done them wrong. I've led some expeditions, and I've led them wrong. Because at the end of the day, getting out alive was the most important thing. 
That's not the most important thing to you, is it? No. You've already asked around. Seven years, I guess. Klein? His sob story. stupid. Little like you. But he believed his old man. Didn't believe me. Shame. Shame what happened to him. Shame what could happen to you. I didn't get paid last time I was in there. I was promised something. If we take you, if I take you in there and I take you out, I want what was promised to me. And what would that be? There's a piece of black iron stuck behind one of Velxer's thighs. It goes somewhere well. Special. I want it. You know I what you're proposing, right? In Velxer's hoard. You said he wanted what in every in Velxer's hoard? Every gem. So you know what you're proposing, right? It depends. How creative are you? Depends on the circumstance, but I have some friends who can help me see the angles I can't. You go in there, fireballs blazing. You're not coming out. Didn't think so. I'm confident. I'm not stupid. Good. Good. Black key. What do you want that's in there? What? Rumors of Rumors. swords. A sword. Got a lot of swords. One's different. All right. 
What's in it for your friends? You want every gem? We take everything else we can carry. I can steal every gem. You're gonna have to kill him for everything else. That's between you and them, isn't it? It is. All right. You've worked with this Velxer. I've heard some things about him. Whatever you've heard, it ain't half of it. Is he amenable to conversation? He loves to talk. He'll talk forever. You just have to entertain him. Okay. I have to ask you something. In the times that you've been down there, mm -hmm. have you seen a blade? Gold in color. Very, most likely placed prominently in his care. If it's down there. Gold blade. Yeah. I know it. I give off a light. Sometimes. When it gets too bright. Drops it down a hole. Deep. Dark. Hole. The rest of the time. It hangs in his. Armory. And you can see that, like. When he mentions that he throws it down, that he throws Dawnbringer down a hole, his like jaw tightens. Um, can you get us into his armory? Maybe. Need a distraction. That he likes to talk. Yeah. So does one of my companions. Must not like him very much. As a matter of fact, I care for her a great deal. That's why I'm confident in her abilities. Meet me tomorrow. <clears throat> I'll Here. report. And he gets up and walks away. Uh, so, DM, quick question. Yeah. Uh, seven years ago, is that about when I started getting the dreams? I would say... Yeah. No. 
Um, no, it was before that. I, I, how old is Olorun? Olorun's 19. 19. Actually, so yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say right around puberty, right around, uh, so, so 12, 13. So, so kind of like, kind of like at the, the last death. That's about when he started. You suspect, yeah, Re reasonably close to that. Yeah, you're. It might have been a little before. It might have been a little before this last expedition. Yeah. You. Um, yeah, you get the feeling. Klein. Between the description of Klein and and awful, um, Klein's expedition probably didn't have the blade going in there, but he probably saw it when he was down there. Yeah. There was something about the way he said, like, nobody on our expedition had it. Um, and there was, like, a twinge of fear as you think back on it. You you think that it, it is... Um, that um, Velxer will wield it in, in some menacing-like fashion, perhaps. Ugh. That's terrifying. Um, then after Velxer goes, uh, I will turn. I will go back to the um, the table, mm -hmm. and I will turn to them and I will say, "At dawn, well, not at dawn. Tomorrow, I'm going into Velxer's teeth. Whether you decide to come with me or not is up to you." I'm I'm gonna clarify for you. Velxer's teeth is a little further than just a day away. You get yeah. a feeling awful is like you're going to, in earnest, either start traveling and or planning what yeah. is happening tomorrow. So yeah, so at dawn I, we plan. At dawn we plan. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you know, I whether it's dawn or not. Um, yeah. But he, yeah, I did. I I the GM wanted to be clear on All right. on that. So I. I will say, uh, I am going into Velxer's teeth. Whether or not you come with me is your choice. Well, you ain't going alone, you damn son of a bitch. I'm coming with you. That's why we came out this way, darling. Yeah, you. Well, that might that might change when you hear what we may have to deal with down there. Is this the best place to speak about it, or should we talk about it more in private? Um, I mean, at this point in time, if it's is it, it, it's not like, because it's not like rowdy, right? No, but it's lively. I mean, yeah. there's a dinner rush, you know? It, it's not like anybody's leaning over. Everybody seems to be pretty enthralled in their own business. Um, you can make you can make a perception check if you'd like to look yeah. around, see if anybody's Is awful still there. Um, everybody, roll me a perception check, please. Fourteen. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. 
19. Five. Five. Okay. Um... Talroth, you. Everybody saw him speaking with Athel. Um, and then, much like the Batman, he got up from the booth and somebody walked like between your vision and he was just gone. Um, Talroth, you do notice there is one person that catches your attention. Um, sitting at the bar, seemingly having a, a casual conversation with the bartender, um, is one of the workers, uh, the person that had been stocking the back room at Klein's that you saw earlier in the day. Um, doesn't Is doing a very good job of being subtle and and not not drawing attention to themselves, but it is a um, interesting coincidence. Uh, you know, I'm thinking if we're going to be having such a uh, delicate conversation, maybe we might want to go somewhere a little quieter, maybe uh, up to our rooms. That works. Okay. I take my drink with me. I take my loot. <laughs> you guys um, drop whatever coins are necessary on the table, probably a gold piece each. Um, partly for the room, partly for the food and drinks and nothing major. You make your way up to your rooms. Whose room would you like to discuss things in? I feel like it's only only appropriate that they that we we do it in in my room. Okay. Yeah, you, you make your way in there. Um, yeah, the rooms are decent here. Not um, not tremendous, but um, decently furnished. The beds are soft, and uh, it's bug-free, lice-free. So, you know, it, it's got some end tables, a little, little bench um, that has, like, a trunk underneath you can store stuff in. Um, yeah, that, that that's, a, that's about it. Are there, um, are there like Gideon Digor books in the end tables? Uh, no. Uh, um, roll me a percentile. Fifty-two. Okay. Yeah, there there is no um, there is no literature about um, about the pantheons. Uh, definitely not from from Rotom, but there is um, scratched into the drawer where you where you go uh, looking for it. Um, there is this, um, this like, I'm so sorry, I'm trying to find what I'm looking for. Um, this, 
like scribbling. Uh, what languages do you speak? Elven, Sylvan, Common, and I'm two weeks away from learning all of Orc. Okay, so you are you are well on your way in the uh, in the Orcish. Um, there is a. Uh, an omen scribbled in there in in Elvish. Um, so it says, uh, and it's it's very kind of old and and broken up, and it looks like somebody like carved it with a knife, almost obsessively. Um, it says uh, in the Dominion Scroll. The citadel of the abyss shall fall when east becomes west. Do I have any idea what that means? Uh, make a history check. What cult room are we in? It is written in the Dominion Scrolls that the citadel of the abyss They'll fall when east becomes west. 22. 22. So there is, uh, if you look on your map, there is a fortress of the abyss um, in the middle of a great crater. This is the first you've ever heard of Dominion Scrolls or Changing Directions. I hate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, fuck. Continue. So Ryde opens up the drawer, looking around and just sort of (laughs) closes it very gently. Don't go in there. Drawer's haunted. I will uh, kind of sit crisscross applesauce on my bed. Uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush. There's a beholder standing between myself and Dawnbringer. Now, awful. Uh, believes that we may be able to distract him. We have not yet figured out exactly how we're going to do it. That's what tomorrow is mainly for. But needless to say, this is an incredibly dangerous proposition, more so than just about anything else we've ever we've dealt with at this point. But I am almost certain that what I seek is down there. So, um, beholder, um, I don't want to be that guy. Are we, are we ready? Uh, are we even able to take on a beholder? 
to not have to. According to Apple, Vexler, Vex, Vexlaw, Vex, Vex, what is Velkser. it? Velkser. Velkser, thanks. I'm never going to get that name right. Uh, Got your back, buddy. Thanks. Oh, no. Uh, you will. Oh, I will. You, I will get it right. Let will. me do my research. Let me do my research. You will know it. that I, I, name. No, it's going to live in my nightmares. Thanks, Cody. Um, You're welcome. I mean, it already does. It already does, technically. Um, well, evidently, he is eccentric, even amongst beholders, to the point that we may provided someone pervert someone provides entertaining enough be able to distract him distracts him how according to Affle he likes to talk and from what I've seen most individuals with great power do tend to enjoy talking about it I'm well aware. I've met their kind before. Oh. So this will be easy. Relatively simple. But ain't nothing about it gonna be easy. So, the plan, at least as it stands now, is get Sarite in there and have her talk him to the point where he's distracted, then we get the sword, and then we all run like hell and hope for the best? Exactly. No. Great plan A. Love it. I'm real happy with it. What's plan B? For when uh, A about... inevitably fails. Uh, how... I, I, excuse you, I'm actually quite good at what I do. I'm not saying that you not being good at talking. I'm saying the are running away. I'm not leaving you alone with a beholder. In very broken orcish. I appreciate that, but this might be the best idea. And uh, how about in I, orcish, I, I say back. How about he do it himself? Is his weapon we're looking for? We can find the weapon. He can speak to the damn thing. Make an intelligence check. Um, right. A checker. Just a check. Just a check? Mm-hmm. would love to, but I closed all my windows. God damn it. Okay. Intelligent. In my frustration, I may have said it a little fast, so she might not catch it. Holy shit, that's on 11. Um, y- you think, y- you get the gist. Is you that get- the subjunctive? Um, you're, I will say the, um, the specifics are, like, it happened very quickly, and you're like, I, 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 you think you follow. Uh. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still, of course, other plans are good, but 
I'm used to talking to sociopathic megalomaniacs. I'm very good at it. And I am quite distracting, even for a beholder. And I have this fancy new instrument, which will sort of like, I don't know, Price is Right show it off. Um, the timing is impeccable. <laughs> I, I can do this. I'm not good at any of the things that the rest of you are. I am not strong and I'm not fast. And I'm too weak to wear armor. I can't fight. This is the one thing that I can do. And Darlin, uh, if it will help you, then I want to do it. And I turn to I turn to Thosin. And I look at him and I look him dead in his dead in his eye. The messed up one or the good one? Both of them. I don't give a shit. Really? And I will say it's very, I mean, it's true. That I, 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 I will say Frankly, I'm offended that you think I would just leave her there by herself. With all due respect, you have been seeking this for a long time. And I do not know what you would 100% do in order to obtain it. I'm sorry, but I'm just looking out for what I treasure most in this world. The same way that we are seeking out what you treasure most. It is not out of disrespect. I'm just looking for the best outcome where we all survive. Well, Thosin, my idea was that if it gets to this point, it would be me, Miss Aride, and yourself speaking with this Vexler. Who's going to look for the sword that none of us know what it looked like but you? I don't know what I turn and look at Talroth, and I will say, him and I have spoken at length in terms of its design, what it looks like, what it should do. I mean, he should probably not touch it directly, but... If there's anyone that has a chance of getting to it, it is Talroth and perhaps our winged friend here. I know what I'm good at, and sneaking around is certainly not it. Therefore, I will assist you as a distraction and defend you if need be. So the three of us are going to walk in there as the most ill-matched family to go talk to this beholder while Sirach and Talroth find your blade? Sirach, Talroth, and Affle. Right, that thing. What, what was he? Was he human? Was he elf? Did he ever take his hood off? Nope. That's some fey bullshit. I hate that. He what? was he was Batman mouth. <laughs> oh fuck, man! No, because now we are the Suicide Squad. <laughs> we 100 percent are at this point in time. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, and as I said, this is just a preliminary plan. Hopefully, 
we can get more. We will hope we should get even more information tomorrow, and then we will be able to fully flesh it out. But this is just so that we do not go in there without any idea of what we're doing. All right. Done very well. I'm just staring right back at Alaron. And I'm staring right back at him. I think, she'll kind of get between them, I think we've discussed about as much as we can for the evening, and tomorrow we'll start to plan, right? And she'll look at Sorak and Talroth like, please help me. Of course, yeah, planning tomorrow, sleep tonight. Yes, so I think it's best if we all just go to our rooms and wherever, you know. Uh, Talroth found a lovely little brothel just down the street, actually. Prices aren't bad. Uh, excuse you, but no. I'm actually backing all around on this one. Because we want to plan tonight. I said we start planning a little bit tonight, so we ain't caught with our pants down with Awful tomorrow. Or at and the brothel. probably one of the first times you guys see Talroth just dead serious. No jokes. He's a little upset. Alright, so we know what the first plan is. What's the second one? Well, I... Well, go ahead. Before we start talking about second plans, uh, I still want to kind of flesh out a little bit of that first plan. Now, you mentioned that potentially uh, me, Sorak, and Awful. Yes. Do we happen to know where we'd be going? Say, can we trust them to at least send us to the right spot to find, find Dawnseeker? That he has been in and out of that mountain multiple times. He knows how to get in, he knows how to get out, and most importantly, he knows how to get in and out and stay alive. Which, I believe, is our primary goal. Alright, so as long as we know... <sighs> Shit. You know where my concern is going to be with all this. I mean, if we're talking about breaking Nenner and trying to find something specific in there, are we going to be so sure it's going to be kind of bright, like front and center, or are we going to have to search around for it? Um, and you said that I have, I have, that I could, I could assume that uh, Vexler had the sword relatively prominently placed, correct? Unless he threw it in a pit today. Yeah. Um, according to Baffle, he that sword is either prominently placed in his armory, or it pissed Vexler off to the point that he threw it down a hole. That's where part of my concern is going to come in, because if it's down some hole, well. Yeah, we're going to need Sorak to fly down there and find it. But, and at this point, I'm just going to kind of pull out a wand and just kind of s scratch behind my ear for a second. Just kind of twirl it on my fingers. 
to ride, you do I mean, recognize that particular wand. What is that wand? Uh, oh, I uh, believe it's your mage armor wand. What? Fuck you! Where did you get that? Give it back! Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Was I not? Was I a little too sneaky about it? And I'll hand it back. Slapping you right across the face. If it well, well, if, this is hold on. If if you if you wish to move, she'll have to roll and make an attack roll. Yeah, I'll lean away from it. Uh, go ahead and make a strength-based uh, attack roll. Right. You can add your proficiency bonus to it. I think that's the new new rule everybody's proficiency. I always slap with my weak characters. <laughs> Stunning strike. Ten. Yeah, he, he dodges out of the way. So it's all right. It's, it's okay. I mean, he he's proved his point. He can be very sneaky. In in mm, in Elven, if you ever touch me or my things again, I will hurt you in ways that you can't imagine. I'll just pull out my notebook and flip to a certain page. Twenty six. Oh, number of times I've been threatened with that same one. Sorry. I've I just been keeping count over the years. Marches over to Thos and puts her head in his shoulder and just screams. A slightly muffled sh- screech, scream, uh, rings throughout the room. Okay, so how are we planning this? Like, I know that I can make Sarite very charismatic. Um, I have spells for that. Uh, and I can assist Talroth with becoming even more sneaky. Like that needs to happen. Um, and I will, I will let them know that also, like, if that thing, if, if the, if the sword is in a hole, you're going to know about it because you'll be able to see it shine from that hole. Because that is when Vexler throws it down as if it's too bright for him to deal with. Alright! Do... Has anyone dealt with these? I've heard of these creatures, but I... Don't know much about them. Do, do we know like what they're weak against? Do we know what makes them vulnerable? Like anybody? Uh, would, would I have? Would like my dad have told me about him facing down a, the the beholder of blah 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 blah? Uh, make a history check. Any, right. If you anybody that wants to try to recall some history or arcana are are the appropriate rules here. Uh, they are not natural in any way, so nature does no good for you. But if you guys are interested in trying to recall some specific bowl holder information, um, you may attempt to do so. So that's a 13. 
on the history check. Okay. Same, 13 history. Okay. Sorry, um, 21. Okay. I wouldn't have come across anything these with, like, in my survival training. Like, if you come across these, run. Um, I'm, uh... I, I'll, I'll give you survival at disadvantage because that's more about the environment uh, that the beholder would live in as opposed to the beholders themselves. Okay, then that's a 15 for me. Okay. Um, 13, 13, 15, 21. You guys piece together, you know a little bit about beholders. They are, they make good stories, good bad guys. They are alien they are weird. Um, anybody that's tried to talk to one ends up just thinking they're quite insane. Um, they are... So, what you know about Beholders? They are giant floating eyeballs. Um, just like a basketball of teeth and eyes. They are very difficult to sneak past and around. They're usually extremely vain. And each of their eyes tends to shoot magic. Um... They have no legs, they have no arms, um, so they do everything by magic. Um, so, Ride, I will let you know a couple of things. You know, um, in specific, they have no specific weaknesses. Um, they also have no um, specific strengths. Uh, the average beholder. You're not sure how average Velxer is, but or what an average beholder is, but there you go. Other things um, you do know about the anti-magic cone um, from its main eye. That if it's looking at you with its main eye, it cancels out magic. Um, sure. They have a regular adult beholder. They're manifested as adult, uh, but usually have 10 eye stalks uh, with a wide variety of abilities, some of which can turn a person to dust. They're not terribly fast, hover at about 20 feet per round. Um, smart, intelligent, charismatic, wise. Like, they're, they're big brains. Um, Illithids hate them. Mind players. Um, that's about what you got. Do we know any mind players? Do we know any what? Mind players? Illithids? No, I'm not sure that we do. Then I'm out of ideas. When you say cone of like anti magic, is this like that we cannot cast spells in this cone, or is it that they dispel all magic in this cone? Both. Both. So, needless to say, if I cast a spell on you, it'll be null and void then. I was thinking of enhancing your abilities. Uh, Eagle Splendor in specific to make you more charismatic. 
but... I mean, pretty charismatic already. This um, will give you advantage on your charismaticness. Do we know? Do we know if that spell is tied directly to Thosin, or would that be directly towards? Like, would it be negated if the mag- magic cone was directed at Thosin or Sarai? On the subject, I've. Um, I'm. A... So he he could not cast it while he was in the the cone, but. If it's the same way, if he puts his, um, you enchant something, like a magic item ceases to work in the anti-magic field. Um. I have plenty of abilities that will make me a little more shiny. Um, and their abilities, not magic, so... I wonder, uh, you said that he has eye stalks that can do crazy magic firing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do they work if you're in the cone? Yes, I believe so. With with over 20, I will let you know the anti-magic cone does uh, disrupt its own eyes, eye beams. No. So... Directly in front of it is both the least and most safe place to be. Uh, yes, in theory. I'm assuming not being around it would be the most safe place to be. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, like, yes, here in town, as opposed to directly in front of it, a lot safer. But in this situation of being behind it or being in front of it, you might want to be in front of it. Yes, and it doesn't move terribly fast, so in theory, if it course corrected, you could as well. Well, if and it does come down to having to score off against this thing, which that is probably plan Z in my book. Most definitely. What about just starting to cut off some of them eyes? Could that work? The man in my head, what do I think? <laughs> um, Does anyone else's thoughts sound like a dude, by the way, or is that just me? <laughs> uh, mine has a weird accent. It sounds like it comes from the Southern Isles area. It's real nice. It's always telling me things would be super smooth. I, I like think it. in Lundis, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, so removing an eye stalk is, I suppose, theoretically possible. Um, it it be as hard as trying to cut off uh, somebody's arm as you were fighting them. So it would mechanically be like a called shot. Yeah, it would. So like to there are specific magic items that have the ability. So like swords of sharpness or boreful blades is what we're. It, those are have like actual game mechanics to removing arms and limbs. If you were going to attempt to do it without the benefit of that magic, it would take a call shot with a critical hit to, to get a chance to remove something. Um, and and I, I would have to set like a damage minimum, essentially, because it, you're the person's not, no one's, it's literally like trying to cut off somebody's arm above the elbow, right? It, and while they're moving, yeah. While they're moving, like they're 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 not gonna 
let you do it. You know what I mean? So, and none of you have lightsabers. Like, I wish it was, if we were in Star Wars, then yeah, take a hand off. Like, that's just like, it's required, right? At some point, you have to lose a hand. Um, you can't be a protagonist with both hands. Right, no. Yeah, that, that's how we know Ray was not the one, because she got to, that's how we know Ray was the one. She got to keep both hands. I was, I just talked myself into it. I was going to go the other way, but then I was like, what? She has both hands. Lord. So, um, I kid. Um, it, yeah. So in in combat mechanically, it's I would say it's very. Good. So, uh, what about? I'm, I'm just throwing ideas out there. I, sorry. Um, I I have the ability to blind people, but I cannot be in this magic cone. If I am able to blind him. Would theoretically any of his eyes be canceled out? I believe. What do I think? Granted, um, this is gonna—it's a long shot because you're not—you're not sure because I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So, like, if you attempted to blind him in general, be eight eyes you're trying to. Yeah, because it'd be the spell blindness. Yeah, it's 11 eyes. But if you're casting the blindness spell... um, This is a creature. Choose a creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean... But, I mean... The blindness spell might work, um, but... I'll prepare it just in case. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you think it would stop its eye rays, maybe. I figured it'd be something like he could still like shoot them, but he'd have like disadvantage on like attack rolls or something, or advantage on saves against some of them. That might, yeah, maybe you're you're not quite sure. Yeah. Do I know if um, disintegrate is comes standard with every beholder, or is it varied? Um, beholders do have variations in their eye stalks. Um, disintegration is one of the most common ones. Okay. Sorry, I'm just throwing ideas out there because there's a lot of spells that Branos grants me, but that I have to uh, kind of pray for them. Yeah. And I'm absolutely. assuming we're not doing this tonight. No, 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 no. no. no, no, this, no, is, no, no. this is not tonight. Um, I, I have one last question uh, because uh, I don't want you guys to... You, you guys are going to have the full week to plan with your party, you know, with the other members. Um, you know, we, we may do like a distraction game and a and a stealing game um, to, to see. We can talk about it, plan for it. Um, the last thing I will ask Olarun is um, do you tell them what Awful wants as payment? Uh, yes, I do. So he, so Olorun does describe to you that behind one of the eyes of uh, Velxer is a black iron key that Awful wants as payment. I will go ahead and tell you guys this so that you can plan um, with some of Awful's information there. Um, the reason he asked for all the gems 
in uh, Velxer's hoard is that Velxer has put all of the gems on a uh, Velxer statue, statuette, a bust Velxer. Uh, so it's easy to carry. Do, can we check in, like, can I see if I know what that black iron key is for? Um, yeah, make a history check at disadvantage. When you say it's behind his eye, do you mean, like, literally behind the main eye there is a black iron, behind one of the eyes in the eye stalk, like, inside the creature there's a black iron key? That seems to be what he's indicating, yes. Then how does he want us to get... Never mind, I'm good, don't worry about it. So, all, all in. so essentially, we want to charm, charm this thing, steal from him, come back to him, kill him, and pull this key out as payment. Why don't we just run in and kill the damn thing? Uh, as according to Apple, the key is sometimes in an eye stalk, uh, sometimes on a key ring on one of the eyes. Yeah, and also because if we go in there guns blazing, we're immediately at as much of a disadvantage as let's go with key ring possibly. Go yeah. with the key ring thing. Key um, ring on the eye stock. Um, Megan, what did you roll? Fifteen. Fifteen. There are um, black iron in specific um, has like anti-fey sort of memorances. Yeah, that's uh, what I thought specific keys that are black iron nothing there's a few that are mentioned but nothing that seems important or pertinent for this okay okay so we're gonna go in there distract him while y'all go downstairs and find the sword and then we're going to somehow coax him out of his uh, his key so, Affle getting the key is up to Affle. I thought that was the price of his help. I don't think he's... I don't think that's his plan. Hey, uh, Olerun. Did Affle say what exactly his part of this will be? Like what his what he wants to do is he just showing us in or is he going to help throw down? That's what the conversation tomorrow is supposed to be about. I can, without um, without getting into the full conversation, uh, so that you guys have some information to plan with. Just Olarun, your your feeling that you get from Apple. Um, you suspect if it, he had his way, he would. He does not mind trying to steal from Velxer and leading you through what is probably a trap laden dungeon, but he uh, won't openly fight him because if this goes wrong, he's just gonna. He's gonna, like, either sell you out or go back to, and work for Velxer later. Like, if. So. Were this to go right for him, he needs to get these things without his his um, participation. No. 
I will relay that information to the rest of the party. Sorry, right. I, I don't mean to cut short the role play and stuff. I I just I want to make sure I'm giving you guys information you need and not yeah. stopping you from being able to plan more or less. Or oh, because we're gonna be we're gonna be planning all yeah long. yeah yeah. yeah. And, and I want you guys to be able to plan. So if you have any questions about Awful or Fora for him, you can you can ask me. You know. Okay. Cool. Um, because. Uh, one of the things that I was thinking is that Affle has worked for Velxer before. Which means that Velxer is not opposed to doing business with what he probably views as quote unquote lesser beings. What we need to do, and what I'm hoping you can do, Mr. Ride is whilst Sirach and Talroth are attempting to locate the item, we figure out what Vex, what Vexler needs, what he wants. Velxer! <clears throat> Velxer, thank you. Remember what I told you, when they're hostile, you give them what they want. Right. When it's someone you care about, you give them what they need. And he died <laughs> Hence exactly why I recommended you for this situation. Olerun, I... Tarlin, you know I will do anything I can to help you, but just give it a thought. If we're doing this so that you can have this weapon, if you start making too many deals and giving up too much to get it, are you really worthy of holding it? And he, like, kind of stops. And he looks. I don't want any of you guys to get hurt. We don't either. And that's not what I'm talking about. I personally have no problem going in there and selling what's left of my soul to a beholder. It sounds a little fun. And it's been a while since I've had a good long conversation with a megalomaniac. I don't mind. But my kind don't mind those things. All around you do. So just be careful and think about what it is you're doing and what it is you're trying to offer. Stops and he goes... I'm not going into this situation with my eyes closed. I know there is risk for everything, not just physical risk. I'm prepared for the consequences, whatever they may be. So, I know what I need to do. And I know what I want to do. And what I want to do is ensure that Dawnbringer's light is brought back to Lickdrock. Because I believe that it will be sorely needed. 
All right. If you guys are good, I think I think that's a great place to stop for the night. Agreed. Awesome. Uh, so thank you guys in the chat. Thank you for everybody for joining us. Uh, it was a wonderful night. Uh, lots of lots of role playing and you guys getting to chat and discuss things. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. Oh, Carlos left early. I, I know he's having he's having internet problems, um, but we love him. We love our buddy. So thank you guys for hanging out. Yep, I see you. Uh, we're gonna see you guys uh, next time. But until then, be cool.